Welcome to Go Behind the Ballot, a podcast where two Texas moms go on an educational quest to demystify Texas politics. Join me, Nicole Abshire, and my co-host, Claire Campos O'Neill, as we deep dive into the most burning issues, hear stories from candidates, and offer hope in these challenging political times. Let's saddle up and go behind the ballot. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Go Behind the Ballot. I am Claire Campos O'Neill. And I am Nicole Abshire. And we're so glad that you have joined us here today. So in this episode, we are going to give you a preview of our next upcoming series, and we are going to dig deep into (laughs) the I'm not going to do my Uh, usual like, uh, feels uh, wrong this time. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to talk about all things culture wars. So we're going to tiptoe into some you know, kind of messy, controversial territory, but we are going to be brave and we're going to come at this with open minds, really challenging our assumptions and truly wanting to understand the policies behind these topics, how we can be better educated and good citizens that are promoting inclusiveness and helping elevate voices that that aren't a part of the conversation. So Nicole, tell us about a few of the topics we have on the docket. Yes, we are. We're going to start out talking about disinformation and clarifying the difference between disinformation and misinformation with Jammu Green. And we really think that is the where we need to lay the groundwork to move forward um, because so much, I think, of the really tense and, you know, high stress language that's used around a lot of the topics we're going to cover can often be based in disinformation and misinformation. So we want to set the tone first by educating ourselves and our listeners about what that part of this conversation looks like. Exactly. Yeah, we really want to frame how we're going to have conversations about these bigger topics. And we thought a good place to start was laying that framework, because a lot of us can get really spun up in emotions because we haven't looked behind the information that's being shared with us and wondered, wait a minute, is this true? Am I being like intentionally deceived here? And that happens so much now in this day and age with social media and the way information is passed from person to person. So we were really excited to have Jamu come on the show because this is what her work is all about. It's about showing people what disinformation looks like, helping them sharpen their eye and how to counter that message with truthful campaigns. So she was a great interview. We've already got that one in the books, ready to release for y'all. And we hope that um, it also helps you get in the right mindset about how to approach these things that you might have intense feelings about, but then you might step back and wonder, where is this coming from? How did I get to this place? And perhaps you will be at the exact same place, which is great, but maybe you'll rethink some of those thoughts you've carried with you for a while. Yes. It feels like it's all about getting out of that echo chamber that we so easily can fall into. Um, I don't think there's anybody probably probably who isn't susceptible 
Because as we do, right, we tend to surround ourselves with people who we are like, and it is, these things are very emotionally triggering. And so it it can be difficult sometimes to sort through those feelings. So we're starting with that Mm -hmm. and then we're going to get going. Yeah. Speaking of that, Nicole and I really struggled to name this series. We were like, should we call it perceptions or should we call it hysteria? Because the things we're going to talk about arise a lot of intense emotions in people. But really, these are culture war topics. They're topics that always come up as um, culture war topics. I can't really think of a different way to describe it. So it seemed like the most succinct way to put it. But again, we we recognize that it, it it's all about intense emotions, intense responses. But we want to stop and look at these feelings we're having and wonder what is causing that reaction inside of us. Yes. So, oh, that- and I was going to say one more thing, actually. Um, we are intentionally keeping or, or thinking about Texas in the framework of all of this and also being very intentional about looking at policy, right? So we're not just talking about these things separate from how that affects actual lawmaking. We want to integrate that because Texas, of course, um, makes a lot of <laughs> a lot of policy based in a lot of these culture war issues. And so it's important for us to really understand how that policy is shaped, what it's based on, and how that affects our everyday lives. So. Yes. Thank you, Nicole. Always a good reminder that our framing, more often than not, starts with Texas. And sometimes we zoom out out of curiosity, but that's where we really dig in deep. So our first, well, our first episode is going to be with Jamu, but our second one, our actual culture warry one, is going to be with Mindy Tackett as we dig into understanding Christian nationalism. Now you might remember that name, Tackett. Hmm, haven't you guys talked to a Tackett before? And yes, we have. We spoke with Christopher Tackett, Chris Tackett, her husband, about dark money and politics. Well, they are a really incredible dynamic duo, and we thought Mindy would be a great guest because she's done a lot of work understanding what Christian nationalism is because she saw it emerge in her own community. So she did so much work educating herself and now does a lot of that in her free time to educate others so that we know the perspective that these folks are coming from. And by these folks, I mean a lot of candidates and elected officials who are speaking with this Christian rhetoric rhetoric, but being, wait, what did I just say? Just say something funny. Well, you said (laughs) Christian rhetoric, rhetoric. Christian nationalist (laughs) rhetoric. Like that sounded silly in my head. Um, To be able to see it for what it is and be like, I know that's a dog whistle right there. So uh, Mindy was great. She, She helped us a lot and gave us great books to fall back on so we could understand ourselves where this comes from and the history of it in America. Because boy, is it with us. And Texas is ground zero. A lot of the major organizations that push forward and provide support for Christian nationalism are based in Texas. So this is important that we talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's very much rising to the top of the mainstream discourse as well. I'm seeing more and more news reports talk about what is Christian nationalism? And even some politicians saying, I'm a proud Christian nationalist. And it's like, whoa, what are, you, what are we talking about here? And 
some of the times we're talking about different things, but we wanted to understand what this is from a historical historical perspective and uh, from folks have been studying this for a long time. And Mindy, as we said, has done the research. I don't know that she would call herself an expert, but she is a, a learner from experts, kind of like we are. So we like that uh, connection and very much like connect with her on that front. For sure. She, yeah, she's she's done the work. That's for sure. Yes. She to was... educate herself. Yes. And then share. So keep an eye out for Mindy. Mindy, great teacher. Okay, the next episode that we are going to be featuring will be about gender identity. And this is going to be a two-parter because we had such a great in-depth conversation that as Nicole and I were talking to our guest, Ash Hall, we're like, ooh, we can't stop. We got to keep going. But we want to split it up so that you can digest it in uh, two two sittings or three or four. I don't know how, how many times you sit down to listen to these, but it seemed appropriate to let it breathe a little bit and then return to it the next week. So we just, I know for myself, like I need to understand this better. And we're going to really dig into gender identity and the difference between gender and sex. And there's so many new terminology, so much new terminology that I feel like there is today. So we're going to have our our minis really dig into those two things too, which I'm excited to learn more about. But it's also – very much in the public discourse. And there has been this concerted effort to introduce discriminatory bills into the Texas legislature, but legislatures across the nation targeting transgender people. And we're like, what is this all about? And particularly transgender kids. Yes. The kid thing is new and alarming. So we wanted to know, just like to set the stage, what are these different definitions? Why is there this attack happening right now? And what do we need to keep our eye on for the next legislative session? And what's the outcast? What's the project projected outcast? Um, outcome. What, uh, yeah, outcome. Thank you, Nicole, for what we think will be on the horizon. So, um, oh, man, Ash has, Ash has so much information and so much lived experience that really helped inform the conversation that we had. And I can't. I don't think you can help but just feel compassion and empathy for what these folks are dealing with and their families, as Nicole mentioned, with it being targeted towards children. Yeah, yeah. And just FYI, I know that you said we split this up into two episodes, and this may have been understood, but we split it up both for length and for just sort of density. It mm-hmm. is a very information-rich conversation. And I I do think it will take some patience with, I know I will take patience with myself to take it all on board because it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I'm glad we're giving it the time it needs. So we'll have too many episodes those weeks to also continue the conversation. So if y'all have specific questions about this, let us know. And we said, I think we said from the top, like, I know I'm a little worried. I'm going to say the wrong things. I say the wrong things even when I'm talking about things I think I know about. So (laughs) don't worry. This is a place where you can be honest and you're not going to be judged because it's it's new for some of us and you can't help but feel like a little embarrassed. Like, what if I say something wrong? It's okay. You probably will. (laughs) And we'll just keep going and getting better as time goes on. 
Exactly. Perfectly normal and natural. And we, we do it too. So we are here for, for, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The other show we have planned for y'all is about gun safety, common sense, gun reform. This is another topic that is not, I would say, top of mind in the news, but has been very important this past year, especially with all the gun deaths that happened in Texas and the mass shooting that happened in Uvalde back in May. We really want to understand what can be done to help curb gun violence in Texas. It feels... uh, it just feels terrifying. And like, it's just a matter of time until the next news report is going to come out saying there was a shooting at this school, or there was a shooting at this concert, or there was a shooting at this church until we do something to stop it. So we have invited an expert to come speak with us and understand, just understand all of this. And Nicole, can you remind me who we have? Cause we haven't done this interview yet, but it's coming up. We haven't, it is coming up and it is Nicole Golden. And I want to make sure that I name the organization correctly. So let me, Texas Gun Sense, but I want to confirm that because we always strive to be honest or not honest, but well, definitely honest, (laughs) but (laughs) that just sounds really crazy. Truthful, um, responsible. Yes, it is Nicole Golden from Texas Gun Sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And their tagline says, Texas Gun Sense prevents gun violence and other gun tragedies in Texas through education, partnerships, and policy change. Yeah, it'll be great to speak with her. And we're not, you know, naive. We're in Texas. People in Texas love guns. Like, gun culture is real here. So how do you find this middle space between allowing people to have guns if that's what they want, but also a space to be like, there's a there's a place for these. It's not everywhere. So how do we um, create a world where everyone can coexist and be safe? What does that look like? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm very excited to learn more about all of these great topics. Okay. Another one that we have lined up for y'all is about critical race theory. Because Ooh. critical race theory means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And the thing I think about, Nicole, is when we went to the Texas uh, Tribune Festival, TribFest, and the SBOE president, chairman, was speaking. What's his name, Kevin Ellis? Oh, I don't even think I have the right notebook. Um, that We're sounds gonna... familiar. If you want to keep talking, I can Okay, we'll find his name. Anyway, he was on this panel speaking about public education And somehow critical race theory was brought up and he said something to the effect of critical race theory has come to mean anything that you're not comfortable with or anything you don't want that you just don't want in the schools. So like he knows that we don't even have a comprehensive understanding of this, a collective understanding of it. So we want to get it for ourselves and share it with y'all so you have a good understanding Um, because it's hard to debate these things or come up with an opinion on them when it's not grounded in truth. For sure. I mean, this is what we're talking about, right? That hyperbolic kind of language that people use and it's not even, not, yeah, exactly what you said. Not everybody's even talking about the same thing. 
So it is super, super important that we help to develop a common language. Um, and that's what we're aiming to do. And you were correct, by the way, his name is Kevin Ellis. Yes, I'm way impressed. I remember that. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's on the SBOE, State Board of Education, if I didn't spell that out. So that's a governing body that has so much to do with curriculum in Texas and public education for Texan students. So he sort of sits at the top of the public education policy and debate. And I really appreciated that he recognized we are so off the mark when it comes to a collective understanding of what this is. So we are going to get it and we're all going to learn and it's going to be great. And then we'll share it with our friends. So we'll be like, actually, that's not right. (laughs) Politely. Well, and Texas does have policy in place. So once again, we have actual policy that we will be talking about. Mm, Right. Oh, yes. Okay. The last one we're going to get into Get ready. We're going to talk about abortion because this has been so timely. Uh, In the last legislative session, SB 8 passed. That was the bill that essentially ended abortion in Texas. I think you can still get abortions, but it's like before six weeks, which nobody knows that they're pregnant before then. Let's get real. And uh, there's no exceptions I think I think the only exception is like to save the life of a mother and even that has been questionable mm-hmm. with with the medical community like how do you make that call how 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 much uh does their health have to be in jeopardy how far along do they have to deteriorate before we're allowed to perform an abortion so this is something that gets people really into a tizzy and it's very complicated and like we're going to come at this understanding There's a lot of feelings about abortion, but we want to understand what, 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 what it's all about. I mean, really, like, why is this, why is this something in the news here in Texas now? What's been the fallout from restricting abortions? What's being done to help support these women, pregnant people who are probably going to be having children they don't want to have? We need to understand what the unintended consequences are. And that's what this conversation is going to be about. So we're going to try our best to approach it um, with an open mind because I know we're not going to make anybody happy with the things that we share and conclude, but it's a learning process and um, it's going to be tough, but I think we're ready to take that on. I think we are too. Yeah, it's such an emotional topic. It just really is. But we can do it. <laughs> and, yeah. and we need to be able to do it, right? That is part mm-hmm. of living in community is that you have hard conversations, you search for the common ground, you try to come up with solutions and have discussions that are uplifting or just maybe sort of mutually respectful is maybe mm. what we can go for. So I mm-hmm. think that would be our hope in this is to sort through the emotion and look at policy and try to understand everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You can disagree, but still understand where they're coming from. And I think that's an important thing that is not valued towards the top. It's kind of like, eh, I have to do that. Yes, you have to do that because we have to work together somehow. Um, that's that's the hard part, but it's a necessary part to ensure that we maintain that democracy that we all really want. I think we all really want. 
Most of us, anyway. So I think that's everything, right, Nicole? Did I miss that's any? That's it. I think that's it. We might throw in some other things, but um, we're still waiting to see if, 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 if that happens. So we'll certainly mm-hmm. announce if that is the case. But uh, that, those are the ones we are very confident that we will be talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, please let us know if you heard any of these and your ears perked up and you're like, oh, I have so many questions. Let us know those questions. You can go to our website and share your email address. And we have a text box where you could write us some questions or you can find us on social media and comment on any of our posts. You can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever we're at. We would love to hear from you because we want to make sure that we're providing valuable information. And hopefully the questions we have are ones you would have, but we have blind spots, of course. So help us see the things that we should be illuminating. And don't forget to sign up on our website because we're going to have our really cool newsletter coming out soon. You're not going to want to miss that. It's going to drop with our first Culture Wars um, episode. So yeah. Right it's going to be beautiful. Corner. It's going to be great because you'll get the newsletter and maybe you'll be busy and you'll be like, oh, I, I don't think I can get to the podcast this week. But then you'll get the newsletter and we'll be like, this is what we talked about. This thing, this thing, this thing. And you'll say, oh, I can't miss that. And then you'll make some time and you'll go listen to it. So it's going to be a nice little snapshot of exactly. what we discussed. And our attention mentions, of course, which we have to have in there. So you have things outside of this podcast to uh, – Give yourself a breath of fresh air because I know politics can be kind of like, oh, the world. It's like, don't worry. We'll give you some sugar, <laughs> some like <laughs> crap at reality shows to wash it down with. <laughs> yes, we will. That, that's how we survive. And sometimes there's some really substantive <laughs> things. So, you know, we it, there's all sorts of options for you. Yeah, yeah. A nice menu of, of a, nice, a nice balanced diet, okay? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Clearly, we have some like highfalutin tastes, and we also have some real down-in-the-dirt kind of tastes, which yeah. is so healthy. It's all about balance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and, of course, if you haven't subscribed, subscribing is amazing. It really helps our podcast uh, grow, and you could always review us, even just doing like a little – Five stars on Apple Podcasts help if you don't have a minute to actually write a, a review. Um, and I think that's about it. I think that's it. We really would appreciate that. All those things Claire just named. Mm-hmm. So so please, if you have a moment. Yes, subscribe so that when these Culture War shows come out, you're ready to listen. They're already on your device. And we will talk to y'all soon. Thank you, everybody, for joining me, Nicole Abshire, and my co-host, Claire Campos O'Neill, on Go Behind the Ballot. Hopefully, we've demystified some little portion of Texas politics, and we hope that you'll do more with us. Check out our website at www.gobehindtheballot.com, where you'll find links to all of our social media, and you will find our community. Let's join together and do more. We hope you'll let us know what is working, and we hope you'll join us next week. Thanks, everybody, and have a good one.